Hello lovely people. I'm Frenchy and you are listening to my pass on the This is We Ed podcast. Now, in today's pass, I'm going to talk to you about the history of prohibition, actually what led to the prohibition of this plant in US across the world and specifically in India, the US Marijuana Tax Act from 1937 and a couple of other laws that resulted from this war on drugs and also try to give you a little bit of understanding on the supremacy clause because you would have heard by now that cannabis is not 100% legal or decriminalized in all of the states in America and it is decriminalized in only some states where it is available to have medically so how does that partial decriminalization work um in the US state of laws but first um let's talk about the history of prohibition across the world in US and in India now cannabis is banned in India and it is subjected to the single convention of narcotic drugs which was created because of the pressure from the United States government um in 1929 A man called Harry Anslinger was put in charge of the Department of Prohibition in Washington DC. The alcohol prohibition in US had a disaster. They could not prohibit alcohol and control it the way they wanted to. Now Harry Anslinger is afraid because he's found himself in charge of a huge government department which has nothing to do. So what he does is he takes his focus from alcohol and puts all of his focus on this new found purpose called cannabis and he went across america to tell people that if you smoke cannabis you will be crippled by dreams of an erotic character you will lose the power of connected thought and you will finally be at the end point which is insanity while i was doing my research on harry j anslinger and about the history of prohibition i figured out he wrote to 30 leading scientists on this subject asking them if cannabis was actually dangerous and if the US government should ban it interestingly 29 of them wrote back and guess what they said a big no so mr anslinger who is afraid of losing his job losing his department losing his seat and his politico takes up that one scientist of those 30 scientists who said yes and he presented it to the world the press at that time was actually obsessed with a murder case which was the victor lecarta's axe murder case where this guy unfortunately killed his family and apparently they made a whole story about how victor lecarta was smoking cannabis now all of the parents all of the people around who were gripped by this murder story thought that it was in fact cannabis that led victor lecarta to behave this way and this i'm talking about guys in 1930 right where the media was controlled only the narrative that was passed out was not probably all free of bias so harry anslinger who was obsessed with this victor lecarta case plugged in cannabis on top of it got a scientist who was against cannabis and the only one who was against cannabis and created a whole ruckus in media about how cannabis is bad changed the perception around the plant 
when more investigation was done in the Victor Ligada case, it turns out that there was no evidence that he ever used cannabis. And this was in his psychiatric files. Now, this was not it. Anslinger was also racist. And racism perpetuated all over United States in 1930s and 40s, right? Now, this guy who is racist had the golden time of his life. So, in 1900s, Mexicans started moving to United States uh, to flee the politically and economic instability that was in their home nation. And they actually introduced recreational cannabis. That's why we, we refrain from using the word marijuana because now it has a racist connotation. So, they basically introduced cannabis in the USA. The prevalent racist sentiments in the nation whose primary recreation was alcohol and tobacco at that time saw and branded cannabis as evil which was followed by Anslinger's propaganda and the legislative actions that they did to promote all of this and to propagate all of this in 1936 they created a film called the reefer madness in this movie teenagers actually smoked weed for the first time and that led to a series of horrific events involving hallucination attempted rape murder much of it to portray cannabis as the gateway drug in the following year, in 1937, and this is what I had mentioned before, the Marijuana Tax Act was passed. Cannabis sales were now taxed. And part of the reason this act was passed because of all the fear-mongering that was going on at that time. And the biggest political factor behind this was Harry J. Anslinger. So it was all, a, if I may say, a clusterfuck of uh, political ambitions, of uh, racism, of, you know, being afraid of something and forcing yourself to ban a humble plant. And that, that is what it was, right? The plant in itself does not cause harm at all. In fact, it has more than 25, 30,000 uses. This brings me to the next part. Basically, Anslinger himself found a powerful ally in another prohibitionist. So, like we have activists, there are also prohibitionists. So he found his ally in a powerful newspaper owner called William Randolph Hearst. Hearst was known for his yellow journalism and he published tales of marijuana crazed Mexicans going on murderous rampages that sold lots and lots and lots of newspapers, right? I mean, we all have gone through the Sushant and Ria case and in the end it turns out that whatever we were being fed was probably uh, based on an agenda. So, so similar narrative was going on in 1930s at that time, right? So eventually, William Randolph Hearst was the media magnet behind the propaganda that was going on, right? And during this time, the civil war had ended in America. Slavery was being abolished. Hemp production became very costly. And at that time, there was a machine uh, that was created. It was an invention. It was called the decorticator. You know, a machine that made the processing of fibrous plant easy and affordable. What happened was, uh, William Randolph Hearst had already made a big investment in the timber industry. Now, hemp can literally, single-handedly replace timber in a more ecological, sustainable fashion. Mr. Hurst had invested a lot of money in timber. So, he also forced this agenda to put hemp 
also on the other side by banning cannabis and another financial magnet who who was stood to lose was the standard oil company he was john d rockefeller junior who pretty much at that time had the monopoly in the us petroleum market was a big supporter of alcohol prohibition in the beginning for financial reasons with alcohol being illegal people were forced to run their cars on gasoline which was you know more costlier instead of the cheaper farm made ethyl alcohol at that time and i know some of these conversations are not relevant right now but at that time cars were not that advanced if we would have probably moved towards ethyl alcohol in some way or to to run our cars not on gasoline but on something else at that time and if these guys would have not pushed the agenda probably our vehicles would be made um, or run on different fuels you know now what happened was rudolf diesel the inventor of diesel engine actually and you won't believe used hemp to originally fuel his diesel engine and rockefeller who was controlling the us petrol market did not like it there you go he reinvested his monies pushed the propaganda with anslinger with mr hertz to change the course of this plant for the entire world that is why it is important for us to know the history because history repeats itself now let's come to the point where how and why india banned cannabis where cannabis has been a part of our culture vedas and in fact lord shiva it's his personal favorite so what happened in india like we are super religious super duper uh, you know accustomed to following what the gods were following and and trying to mimic it and the hero worshipism what happened to india well what essentially happened was that with all of this propaganda happening in us this led to all countries being pushed because us was very powerful at that time and for 30 years they pushed it they pushed it and pushed it and then the single convention of narcotic drugs came into effect in the whole world india surprisingly resisted this international pressure for a long time when the single convention legislation was passed actually in 1961 so it all started in 1933 we are now in 1961 almost 30 32 years have passed india refused citing that you know india has a historical and cultural usage for centuries for this plant but united states refused to budge so india had two options one to reduce the usage of cannabis all across india in the next 25 years and also the exclusion of bhang that's why bhang is legal in india not because we wanted it because us let us do it now the united states persisted persisted pushed india a lot and after 25 years later in 1985 the narcotic drugs and psychotropic substance act was passed in india banning something that finds its earliest mentions in the greatest indian text the vedas now less than 4 decades later just like how us does all the time they have realized that they made an error and they are not going to be sorry about it but they are going to start legalizing and decriminalizing cannabis in their own country benefiting their country economically immensely now let's let, let me come back to the the federal versus state classification so what happens is in us the federal government has its own laws and each of the state can make their own laws themselves right so all of these states have started 
decriminalizing slowly and making cannabis available for medical treatments and medical marijuana became legal then next step was to get recreational marijuana legal so it's getting slowly and slowly legal but at the federal level it is still not completely accepted this is something that kamala harris and uh, mr biden were fighting for this years us presidential elections are saying that we will completely remove prohibition and decriminalize marijuana federally for the first time in united states of america so that's uh, basically the current status and this is why you see some states have it some states don't have it so if you are going to us be careful what you're trying to do read some laws it's not that easy at the moment okay that is it from my side if you want to listen more please check out my friends passes uh, we're making sure that we give you as much information as much knowledge as possible we're trying really really hard for it so please do listen write to us on this is we add on instagram and now for this week's song recommendation my this week's one song recommendation that i have for you is one of my favorite favorite guys that i'm listening to these days his name is anderson park he is brilliantly amazing and um, anderson park uh, has a song called bubblin which is phenomenal love listening to that song so check that out one movie recommendation or netflixing recommendation that i might want to give you this year, this time is um conor mcgregor show on netflix brilliant show uh, nothing related to cannabis it's just a good watch you should see it's motivating the amount of time effort everything goes into uh, making a star amazing and uh, yeah that's pretty much it thank you so much for listening to me enjoy your day take care goodbye